Every damn time. Every time it scares the shit out of me. Yep. I, I, I'm amazed. Like, how can Skype scare me every week? It and shouldn't. Then, it shouldn't do that. It's just because it's so loud. And, like, it's the perfect volume when we're recording. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I hate my job. Oh, bud. I'm sorry. You want to talk about it real quick before we get started? I don't need to... I feel like it's 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 unfair to complain about. You know what no, I mean? No, it's fine. Yeah. It's life. You can complain about it. Fucking... Uh, it's, just, it's just regular, just like bullshit 9 to 5 type complaints that you hear from people all the time. Like, oh, you know, these kiss asses are, are, are doing things that are causing me discomfort. And... You know, nobody really pays attention to their job but me, because, you know, everybody feels that way. You know, it's just one of those things. Just, just having one of those days. Yeah. Oh, I mean, we talked about we talk about this all the time, but, you know, just because you're lucky to have a job doesn't mean your problems in your job aren't annoying. Right. You know? Right. It's, right. it's okay. You're allowed to feel those things. Like, that's fine. I wouldn't even call it lucky. I would say it's just, you know... You have a right to work. You have a right to have a job. You know, <laughs> it's everybody I, deserves one. Everybody should have one. <laughs> and it's just you get the one that you get. Sometimes you like the one you get. Most of the I, time I, you don't. I disagree with your statement. The right to work. Come on. That sounds like some bullshit conservative stuff. <laughs> nah, don't buy crap. No, I'm not talking about like, oh, yes, you have to write. You have to work to have worth. I'm saying like. As an American citizen, you should have a job available to you that will uh, also satisfy your living wage, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, I understand yeah, what you're saying. Yeah, so yeah. Quite, quite the opposite of the conservative viewpoint. They, they no, use, well, the conservatives are the ones that use that right to work, uh, though. Do you have that in your state? Uh, Probably. You know, it's okay. just... It's one of those phrases that unfortunately gets twisted and, and, and right, right. activated... So, and, in our state, it's basically union busting. They call it right to work, but they unions are illegal. Let me tell you. There's so <laughs> much bullshit that you can't say and do anymore because those fucking liberals. No, because yeah. uh, it's just been co-opted by people that I know. don't really mean well. Like, of course, oh, we've talked I, I about totally the. I totally agree with you. That's why when we say something. The other one tries to clarify it. Yeah. <laughs> it just sucks. Like, you can't even do the OK symbol anymore because it's been co-opted. I do not take that seriously unless I... <laughs> unless the only time that I'm – if I see someone with an OK symbol and it looks like they're kind of hiding it, yeah, then I, I'm like, something's wrong. But if they're just throwing up an OK symbol, which, by the way, just also, that's an F in sign language. Yeah. So – I'm like, no, 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 you're not taking a whole uh, letter <laughs> from the American <laughs> Sign Language or fingerspelling alphabet. Um, you're not taking that. Uh, you're also not taking an OK symbol, which is perfectly fine. If they look like they're hiding it, like they're like it's by their leg or whatever, yeah. and they're trying to sneak it into a photo, then I'm like, OK, you're a fucking asshole. But most of the time I'm like, eh, they don't mean that. I mean, unfortunately, I, I got to disagree with you on this one because, mm -hmm. 
you know, it's it's Go one of those it. things where, unfortunately, we we can't look at the letter K without having some type of like trepidation, just because of trepidation, rather, because yeah, like even when when Carrie Wood was playing for the Cubs, holy shit, I'm making a baseball reference. When oh Carrie gosh. Wood was playing for the Cubs, they would put. You know, all his strikeouts with the K's and everything. But they have to reverse the third one because they don't want to be, you know, seen as like putting that type of paraphernalia terminology, whatever you want to call it. Well, the strikeout is a backwards K, too. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, uh, you catch him swinging kind of thing. So I get you. But But, yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I, I get it. Yeah. There are certain things that are ruined. And I'm not saying you go use the OK symbol and everything like that. I'm saying I, I could see there's plenty of people that don't know about that. That's true, too. That This is like we always, always have to remind ourselves a very small percentage of the population is on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. I, I just saw a stat on that the other day. Now I'm going to pull it up because it was so good. Man, I, I just, you know, there's this, <laughs> I don't want to start the show like that again. Like, there's so much going on. Oh, my God. But there's so much going on, bud. There's so I, much I going mean, on. You can't, you can't not. Like, I mean, holy shit. This is our weekly check. in Trump got the Rona. He did. That's the name of the episode right there. <laughs> oh, man. I, 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 yeah, there's there's so much to be said about that, too. Mm-hmm. Um, Man, this motherfucker. We have to be very careful about what we say. Some things are illegal. We've got to be careful. Some things are illegal, you're right. And it sucks because it's like years ago, you'd think to yourself, who in their right mind would say something about like that about another human being, especially one who has as much responsibility, as much on his shoulders as our president, because love him or hate him, it's still a man with a very important job, and that's to keep our country safe. But then this asshole came along, <laughs> and that mindset has just been washed out of many people's mind. Out of mm-hmm. it's no longer part of the zeitgeist to respect the pre- the office of the president because of this asshole. So we've got a lot of rebuilding to do, and I honestly can't wait to get started. I'm not saying how that's going to happen. I'm not saying what I want to happen. But ideally, it's just, just like a fair election and we get yeah. another guy in office who is a little bit further away from being a monster. Yeah. You know? Okay, just a real quick stat on this because this is what I read the other day. Okay. Um, now, this this statistic is from 2019, April of 2019, so it's a little bit outdated. Hmm. However, I doubt it's – very, a very high percentage outdated. Um, only 22% of Americans use Twitter. Interesting. So you could say, yeah, that's a sample of America, but it is not America. It is not like, you know, it's not all of us. They're like, I have family members and not just older family members, like younger people who have never used Twitter and will never use Twitter. Yeah. Never gone on there. That's why sometimes I'll share tweets and stuff like that because I'm like, they're never going to get on here and see this thing. I'm only on there because of jokes in the podcast, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, and, and writing. It, 
unfortunately, it's it's an important thing with writers. By the way, guys, go follow me on Twitter at the Lex Lutes. <laughs> Tell people to follow me because apparently that's a thing. I don't like it, but it is. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, it is a thing. Like I, I'm still just in the mindset of using Twitter and stuff like that as a tool. I mean, yeah, it, it's it's difficult to get out of that mindset too because I'm old, but. I've, yeah. I've met a lot of great people through the internet. You know, I wouldn't know you if it wasn't for me meeting. I was going to say, we met through the internet. Exactly. Yeah, if it wasn't for me talking to Farmers Joe Martin. Farmersonly.com. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to be lonely, guys. That's right. Anyway, so this episode is sponsored by Farmersonly.com. Farmers Only. Uh, I mean, it's better than fucking the pig, I guess. You know? <laughs> also by OnlyGrands. It's like OnlyFans, but for your grand. <laughs> Stop thinking that, you pervert. She teaches you how to knit. Onlygrants.com. Oh. Yeah. I, the other day I woke up thinking, what if you make an OnlyFans, but you, like, you make an OnlyFans, but you only post pictures of fans? Like ceiling fans. <laughs> didn't, didn't Pornhub do that for one? Um, um, oh, probably. Yeah, for, for April Fool's one year, they just changed their name to Cornhub, and it was just all, <laughs> like, you know, hot. <laughs> Corn cobs with buttery on them. It was great. Yeah. You know, it was great. It was yeah, great. sensual butter. Sensual butter being poured over corn cobs. Look at oh, that. <laughs> Hauntingly erotic. <laughs> cob on cob action. Yes. Yeah. Cob on cob. I mean, see, that's another episode title contender right there. It's just. <laughs> cob on cob action. Jesus. Cob on cob action. At the so, very least, that's going to the description. Yes. Jesus. Last week, before we got started, before the... And it feels like this is a month ago, because the the, uh, the debate was yeah. just a week I, ago. We aged about four years, at least, in the time <laughs> since we last recorded the episode. Which, the last episode we recorded, they were, they were doing the debate that night. And that's it was right. so nice to not be watching that, to it get away was. from that. It was. And, <laughs> and then... It was like, turn off the computer, walk outside, and it's that episode of Community where Troy walks in with the pizzas and everything's on fire. <laughs> and it's been on fire since. And you, you know, things were already on fire. Yeah. We already had some shit going down. And, but somehow it got worse. I don't know how, but it did. It did. And a lot of folks were under the impression that if, if a certain thing happened, that things would get better because his heart would grow. Three sizes that day, and all of a oh, sudden, bullshit. yeah. Even yeah. even the Grinch had better character development than this motherfucker. But um, what I was gonna say is, in the show notes last week, one thing that we didn't even get to was I was like, we're on the verge of something miraculous because I and my dumb, optimistic ass thought that hey, things are gonna turn around. It's gonna be fantastic. You know, this debate is gonna go. Unlike any other debate that we've had for the past several years, you know, and things are going to turn around. This is going to be it. Not not betting it on Biden, just betting it on the fact that he's tried this bullshit before with the okie doke, with the talking over people and, and misdirection and just saying bullshit that he made up. But no, <laughs> he's taking joyrides, spinning donuts in hospital parking lots while infecting uh secret service agents in his car so wonderful yep i can't like uh I, i'm i'm on i'm on one side where i'm like i don't 
I want to talk about him. Right. But on the other side, I'm like, this is at the very least the funniest thing that's happened so far. Yeah. This weekend was fun, guys. It, it I'm was. I'm sorry. It was. It was fun. Yeah. It was fun. I'll meet I, you on that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This weekend was very much grab the popcorn and see. And by the way, the idea that we're out of the woods here, I'm not buying it. No. Nah. I'm not buying it. No, I was, it was I either was... faked, which would be an elaborate conspiracy, and they're not good at doing elaborate conspiracies. No. Or he's still very sick and just not in that hospital anymore. Well, look, I, I am a sufferer of upper respiratory issues. I have been for the asthma, majority yeah. of my life. I have asthma. And I've had bronchitis before. I've thought that as well. I've had the oh, cor- Bronchitis I've... is one of the worst things I've ever had. I had acute bronchitis, and it was... I feel for you, bud. Yeah. It was bad. Yeah, still not as bad as, as the COVID. I'll say that. But having oh. experienced those things and knowing what they look like, seeing him on the balcony after he got out of the helicopter and was just standing on the White House, you know, on, on the balcony with that big action shot that they tried to make look so fucking cool and just completely failed, seeing his labored breathing, I know that. I know that from grammar school when I tried to hide from my dad that I was having an asthma attack because I didn't want to go to the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's <laughs> struggling. How many times were you hospitalized with uh, like asthma related things? Oh, my things? God. You know, at one point, it was pretty much just like a monthly occurrence, like in my in my early um, elementary school days. And then in seventh grade is when it really came to a head. And I was in the hospital for like... I want to say a month. And I was in the ICU for like the first week of that. And I remember it was so weird, so surreal, because for some reason, all they would play were like reruns of my so-called life. And I was just bored out of my mind until I was going to say you probably hated that because that was not made for you. Yeah. Until my dad would bring me comics or something like that. So, you know, I remember distinctly being in the ICU, seeing people who were like, way way worse in my eyes than i was you know because for my whole life i had been dealing with asthma and it was just like the norm to not be able to fully take a deep breath and breathe out again and it was to the credit of the doc of the doctors that were working on me they made me feel like i was okay like i felt like i could walk out of there and not have an issue and i feel like that's where trump is right now too because of the of the amazing medicine they've been putting him on they've been yeah, saying yeah those drugs class. are awesome yeah and they make you feel like a million bucks it's, he's high it's steroids i'm you know they put you on steroids when you're an asthmatic as well and yeah that stuff makes you feel fucking great it makes you feel hungry it makes you feel ravenous sometimes but yeah it makes you feel amazing for a few days and then the crash comes but yeah in the hospital I didn't feel like I was sick at all. People kept looking at me like I was sick. I'm like, what's going on? You know, they wielded a Nintendo for me to play. I'm like, oh, this is fucking rad. Okay, great. Yeah, um, I like it here. You this know, is fun. My friends cool. would come visit me, like my buddy Reggie and, and my buddy Patrick at the time. They came to visit me, and I was like, hey, you want to take a picture? Because they had like a camera you could use or whatever. And they're like, mm-hmm. uh, probably not. This is not a memory we really want to cherish, dude. Like, oh, okay. Like, everybody treated me like I was dying, but I felt like I was just like, all right, I'm just taking a few days off to just kind of recharge and everything. No, it's 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 a complete mind twist. Uh, the way you feel versus the way, uh, versus how healthy you are. If medical professionals are telling you that you're sick, you need to listen to that. You need to get well. 
Because if you feel well, that's half that's half the journey right there. The other half is actually working on rebuilding your stamina, you know, rebuilding your health. Oh, my gosh. I, dude, people have no concept of narcissism until you encounter narcissism. And I can tell you they do not give a shit about what doctors say. I mean, it's so incredible. These are people who have gone their whole lives learning the ins and outs of the human body. But you feel like you're special enough (laughs) that you're somehow immune to a disease that has killed over 200,000 Americans alone. Dude, I can't. I still can't process that. Right. It's just, How many people have died from this? And I saw a video earlier that, um, you know what the Lincoln Project is? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Follow yeah. him on Twitter. Right. So, you like, for anyone who follows the Lincoln Project, you should be skeptical of the Lincoln Project because it is conservative run. Yeah. Um, but for what they're doing right now for this particular cause, I agree with it. Like, yeah. um, they're, it's the devil you know kind of thing. Exactly. Um, Exactly. So they made a video earlier of Trump talking about it's no big deal. Like he was saying, don't fear this virus. And and they were showing the footage of of wheeling out the bodies and stuff like that with it. And it was it was deeply upsetting, but it was a very, very good reminder of these are people, you know, Um it was I I forgot I was going to go look it up and see if it was on, you know, Facebook or something like that so I could share it. It was upsetting. Yeah. I mean, it's important, too, I think, you know, and we, we definitely lose sight of this in this in this current political climate. You want to you want to keep an eye on what everybody's difficult. doing. Right. It, it's also just our minds can't process that. Like they can't. That's that's too many people. That's more people than we will ever meet in our lives unless oh. you're like truly exceptional person. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You need to you need something to reference to compare it to to really grasp how many people that is, you know? Yes. Agreed. Um but what I was saying is is that, you know, when, when it comes to like following uh, um Twitter accounts like the Lincoln Project and that sort of thing. It's like you you want to diversify the intake of news yes. that you get, but I understand not wanting to like watch without any type of context fox news and that sort of thing because you know where it's coming from you know exactly i should have clarified i should have clarified uh do not give the lincoln project money okay (laughs) all of them don't do not donate to them oh that's that's totally fair (laughs) that's a different argument like i I wasn't being completely clear if you want to help Go donate to like the Democrats. Go go find a candidate in your area to donate to. Um, you know, donate to the ACLU. Like there there are other organizations to support. Uh, you can like the content that the Lincoln Project is making, sure. but I think you should be quite skeptical of um them doing fundraising. Absolutely. I know they're paying people and stuff, but I'm not giving them money. No, no, no. Because no. at the end of the day, I'm like, do you really care about that seat not being filled? Are you really going to fight with us on that? You know, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg's seat. I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm just I'm I'm skeptical of them Yeah. Uh, in that sense. So I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll like follow you 
and and watch these videos and stuff but i'm definitely not giving you shit like i don't trust you with that right right uh, you know and 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 just to revisit your earlier point it's it's a matter of like not trusting a news source but wanting to see what other people are taking into their headspace you know yeah yeah i mean i haven't seen anything that the lincoln project has put out that has been false I that's will true say that. That's true, but a lot I, of people I, that I, I trust warn me away from that. You know, like, hey, yes. take it with a grain of salt because, like you said, it's a conservative-backed organization. Exactly. But, but like, I haven't seen anything from them, and I could be wrong. Obviously, they, they put out a lot of content, but I haven't seen anything that's inaccurate. It's just, you know, you everyone, we only have so many resources we can give. So my advice would be, Follow it, sure. Like it, even retweet it, whatever. That's fine. Just be mindful of where you're giving your money. That's true with anything like that. You need to know, like, what is this charity? Are they really giving their money to the right sources? Everything like that. Right, right. Um, so I, I just, that's the part where I'm like, mm, I don't trust you guys. But their content seems fine. And I'm totally fine with, like, I'm not going to be like, why are you following them? Like, they're, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not here to do that. I don't yeah. give a shit about that. Yeah, yeah. And I think it, I'm following them too. If not, I see them on my feed all the time. And I, I'm not, I'm not demonizing anybody that does like, you know, a sweep of their social media from time to time because that that's a healthy practice as well. Right. But I, I also understand if you know, you use social media sparingly and you begin to follow somebody. Yes. Before something happened, and we were following uh, J.K. Rowling. Yeah. The podcast was following J.K. Rowling. Yeah. yeah. I uh, saw our friend John Craig was saying, you guys need to follow J.K. unfollow J.K. Rowling. I looked it up for my personal account and I was like, I don't follow her. I never followed her. Uh-huh. I, and then I saw Lex and Matt follows her or whatever. It popped up on there. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I had no clue. So hopefully if anyone saw our podcast, like, they didn't see that, you know, we were following her we you know I, it was just me not keeping up with that particular side of the account yeah and you know i, I would hope that people would listen and and you know use that critical mind and go hey obviously these guys aren't for that you know so you it's can an always oversight. ask too absolutely you can always always message us we, we welcome will, that type of feedback yes we will always talk about and and don't feel like we're going to question you and, and badger you or any shit like that. We just might not have even noticed or we might not be aware of a situation, anything sure. like that. Yeah. So we all like you said, we always welcome that that kind of thing. You know, it's just it's it's hard to keep track of all the social media, all the things going on. Like it's a lot. So sometimes we might miss things like that. But we are definitely never intending on, you know, uh, causing any any harm to anyone, physical, emotional, any of it. Yeah. And you know what? If you feel like it's not your place to say anything, that's fine, too. I had an interesting yeah. situation on Twitter the other day. Um, Ooh, somebody that I followed, um, you know, they, they got into some issues on, on TikTok. I don't even want to belittle the situation. Ooh. It came out that somebody um, in the wrestling world, uh, mm. peripherally, uh, who who performed at an event... As a, in a musical nature, I, I follow them on Twitter, and I found out that she had done some uh, terrible things uh, to people at a live show. 
where she had like sexually harassed them. And it, it came out when I was celebrating a new video that she had. out. I'm like, wow, this is amazing. You should know. Right. You should go check her out. She's fantastic. And then somebody replied to me like, you really shouldn't be a fan of hers. And usually, you know, I take that with a grain of salt. But it Same. was it was coming from a, a Twitter account run by a black woman. And it's like, OK, yeah, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. What what can you tell me what's going on? And so she linked me to um, her stories on TikTok and just spelled out like, yeah, this happened to my friends. Oh, bless her, by the way. Yeah. For, for doing that work. And that's that what moment. I was about to say. Like I, yeah. I asked, but if she had told me she didn't feel like doing the the uh you know the lift for that, mm-hmm. if she just said do your own research, that's perfectly cool too. That's on me yeah. at that point. Now that I have that information about this party, I make the decision to say, look, I don't want to support their work anymore, mm-hmm. or I can just be an asshole and just go, yeah, well, you know, uh, that's one person's opinion. I'm not gonna take that, haha, and just keep right. going about my business, but. Yeah, I mean, I, I personally, I welcome that type of uh, discourse. You know, I, I welcome that type of comment. Just if you see me going down a path like that and you care enough to speak up, thank you. I appreciate it. Same, same. We all do that from time to time. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's nice to have people that will be like, hey, you know, that was kind of a mistake or whatever. Um, I was questioning. <laughs> no, I, I addressed this on our Instagram and our uh, Facebook group and everything. I was questioning a choice that I made in the movie challenge, which I can talk about in a few minutes here. But yeah, uh, when I made my list of horror films, it was just for me. I was going through a list of movies that I like, movies that I haven't seen in a really long time, like The Fly, for example, and The Brood, yeah. movies that I've already covered. Um, I hadn't seen those in years. So I was like, oh, I want to revisit these movies. That's why I made a lot of those choices. I didn't expect for it to be as big of a thing as it's become. Yeah. Yeah. So Saturday is, uh, or was originally a movie by a director who, and I think we've talked about this on the podcast before. Um, I didn't quite address it on our, our Twitter or not Twitter on our Instagram, because I didn't want to get into it on a short video where I was just making an announcement or an amendment rather. Um, but he is a convicted child molester. Right. Um, and like, it's not even an accusation. It's straight up like he was convicted of it. Uh, and I had one of his films on the list for Saturday. And while I found that movie on YouTube and would not be giving him any money and would have linked people to that YouTube content so that he would not get any money, I didn't feel comfortable with it being on the list. And I talked to you, and I actually spoke to um, our friend Bradley over <laughs> at um, – I always want to say I love this pod because that's also his Instagram account. Yeah. But the Scary Best pod uh, that we were on. And I was like – I was talking to him about it because I was I was exploring the idea of other scary movies. And obviously, because they do that podcast, he knows all of the scary movies. Right. He's, he's, a, he's a horror aficionado and – Exactly. You know, he's got a good head on his shoulders. And unfortunately, yes. usually when you when you meet fans of horror movies, sometimes they can be a little intense. Yeah. Bradley. Bradley's not one of those people. He's a sweet guy. Yes. And especially um, he runs, you know, his I, I love this pod account on 
on Instagram, uh, he mostly covers books on mm. there. Yeah. Like it's a bookstagram account specifically covering a lot of horror genre. And like he is constantly like whenever a situation happens within that community, he is always like a fierce advocate and outspoken and very, uh, very kind and a good hearted person. So, yeah, I was having that conversation with you and with him basically about starting to question this. And and I think baseline, if you're questioning it, it's probably something you shouldn't do. You know, that's fair. Like if if you have that moment where you go, should I say this uh, or should I like should I do this and whatever? More than likely, that's something inside of you that's going something's not right here. We need to reevaluate this. It doesn't mean that you have to stop, that you can't do it, whatever. You just have to be a little more critical in those moments when you when you have that voice that's going, I don't know about this. That was the voice that I had with this movie that we're doing on Saturday or we're doing. Mm -hmm. So I decided and look, you know, we were having that discussion and it's kind of like what you're talking about, where you can choose to be an asshole, where you can choose to say, you know, publicly, like, I don't care. Like, this is this is whatever. I like the movie. Uh, You know, I haven't seen it in years, but I did like the movie. Uh, I'm not saying I'm never going to watch the movie again. I'll never give him money. I'll never watch any of his new movies. But the point is, I am actively talking about these movies, and I am therefore promoting these movies on our platform. Right. I do not want to give him a platform. That's not right. It's disrespectful to, you know, survivors. It's it's just wrong mm -hmm. in this context. So uh, Bradley recommended a new movie, and I, I changed it and made a post about it. But, like... I, so I understand what you're saying, because no one called me out on this in the way that you're talking about. But like you have that moment where you can choose. And I had that moment where I'm like, I could just do this. Like, it's not a big deal, but like it, it just doesn't seem worth it. You know, it's it's all I, I'm, I'm a firm believer that it's almost always easier to be the better person, to be a good person, to choose that path. I don't know if you agree with that or what but i absolutely agree yeah we always talk about lead with love and that's something that both of us subscribe to um definitely yeah i'm, I'm sorry i i clicked on uh comicbook.com because there was a story i want to talk about that i wanted to to boot up here and i forgot that their site likes to assault you with an autoplay video unrelated to the story that you click on no matter oh, what yeah, story I you click that. on yeah yeah why do they do that it's just Annoying. rude. It's really rude. Like, uh, for instance, the, the story that I'm I'm trying to get up here <laughs> is uh, about all the DC movies being reshuffled again. And they decided to give me some oh. dude yelling at me about uh, Rick Moranis getting assaulted, like we talked about last week. So, oh, yeah. Good job. So I want to talk. I want to talk about. Uh, first of all, I have an article in here about a DC movie, possible okay. DC movie news. But I want to talk about the continue talking about the film challenge first, mm -hmm. the movie challenge, uh, because we also got lists from listeners, and I'm very excited about that. That's that really made cool. Me so happy that like you guys have your own lists, guys. That warms my heart. It's that an really inspiration. Does. You're you're an inspiration to the adventurers, Lex. It's true. I love all of you guys. <laughs> you're all my you're all my sweet chili babies. You're in this cult forever. You can't leave. But don't worry, it's nice. It's like a good, it, it's a nice you can't leave. Remember, you're here forever. 
yeah, you're here forever, but like it's really nice here. <laughs> like it's just really pleasant. And I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna be mean. I'm not gonna do all that bullshit. I'm just you know, it's it's a nice environment. So you're only um, speaking to people that just started listening, I see. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> um I've loved this movie marathon challenge. Yep. I was worried that it was gonna become annoying very quickly. And it's the opposite. I look forward to it every night. I look forward to finding the trivia. Um, for those who have been following along on the Instagram, but like are not patrons, I've been doing way more trivia and cool stuff in our Patreon group, hmm. which you can get into for, you know, a dollar. You can get into our Facebook Patreon group. I'm sorry, it's on Facebook. That's, I, I, I don't know where else to get groups like that. <laughs> it's okay. We're there for you. Come check us out. Yeah. So, like, it's so much fun to go over all these movies and to research them and to learn new things about them. Some yes. of these movies that I've seen numerous times and I'm like, I never knew that about Scream or whatever, you know? Like, it, it's just been so much fun. Um, and then people have been, you know, messaging us on Instagram or talking about it in the group. And I just, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Tonight I watched Us. That was my movie of the day. I already watched it earlier. Yeah, yeah. And it seems like you, you had a similar opinion to it that I had, which is... Yes. Yeah, that tracks. <laughs> <laughs> what was your opinion of Us? My opinion of Us is that it was it was a fine movie. It was yes. a creepy movie. Yes. Um, it had a great cast. Yes. But it didn't quite have the same cinematic oomph as get out yeah get out i think get out is a is a better film across the board however i think us is a scarier film mm. now, so that me. that is yeah that's kind of where we where, where we diverge again you um, thought uh, get out was scarier i thought get out was scarier because it, it built upon They're both scary yeah, yeah yeah but get out just that experience near the end of the film like that's yeah. that's very very particular to especially seeing what's in the news today when, when that oh. when that cop pulls up like i think if get out came out now that ending scene would have hit differently and it would have gone down as one of the most scary scenes in all of uh in all of horror yeah it was scary um it, it just yeah the like i think i think when i say it you're you're like first of all you're absolutely right it's definitely a bias. Like when I'm saying this was scarier to me. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. But um, I mean, that's, that's everything. And I'm not, I'm definitely yeah. not faulting you for that. It's, you know, <laughs> it's like a hey. more traditional fear. Yeah. Whereas I think the reason that get out was so groundbreaking was it was displaying and pointing out a type of fear that is very real. That has always been there for members of the United States for of a community in the United States, but that a lot of people had no idea was reality. Yeah. So like, I, I definitely get that. Like I, didn't, I, I didn't know how Jordan Peele was going to follow that up anyway. You know, I mean, you can't do it. You, you really can't like how it's like a perfect movie. It is. Yeah. The so, only thing that, in my opinion, the, the, the one thing that us has over get out, like hands down, no argument okay. possible about this. Lupita Nyong'o, 
mm. plays that role so incredibly well. Winston Duke is great. No disrespect to him. But Lupita, come on. I know. Oh, man. <laughs> so I have a quick question. How many times have you seen Us? I've seen it. I've seen it once. I didn't okay. care to see it again. I only saw it the one time. Okay. I will say this. Um, I recommend a second viewing. Okay. Because, and I don't want to get into spoilers because I know people want to watch it, but you can see how well crafted the movie was. In the mm. same sense that when you go back and you watch The Sixth Sense, you go, oh my God, that was there the whole time. I didn't notice it. It's the same way. He put things in that movie that I did not even notice until it was the end and everything clicked. And when you yeah. go back and rewatch it, you see all of the little things. There were definitely some some cinematic moments in there that were incredible. I mean, even now, uh, just yes. the, the shot a, of the underground. He's a gorgeous filmmate. Like, he's, like he's he got is a, so good. He's got a real eye for it. He really yeah. does. And you know, I, I wish him a long career. I hope we see much more of him. It's so yeah. incredible that he had such a pivot in his career. Because, you know, I'm, I'm, we're watching Bob's Burgers now on Marathon, and Ooh, yes. he comes in in two episodes back-to-back just doing voices for characters. Uh-huh. And it's just like, oh, yeah, remember when Jordan Peele used to just be funny? Yeah, it was pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> like, he was he was at the top of his game with that. And then he decided, well, I'm going to do this horror thing. And it's like, okay, he's at the top of the game on that, too. It's incredible. I know. I'm curious if he wants to direct other genres. And I love that he's producing so many shows, too. Oh, yeah. Like, he's got a hand in Lovecraft Country. He's got mm-hmm. uh, all kind of shows. Monkey Paul yeah. is out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he I remember when they, they put out an open call, just like, hey, if you've got a project, if you're a person of color, uh, you know, especially if you're black in America, just come through, talk to us. We want to hear what you're working yeah. on. And no we'll... experience needed kind of thing. Exactly. So, yeah, knowing that that, that is a, a, an open door is kind of cool. Candyman, I'm, I'm looking forward to that, too. I can't wait. God, I can't wait for that movie. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's on my list, too, the original. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Um, I've never seen it. You know, it's 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 amazing. Twilight Zone, I, I like Twilight Zone. I know it's it's kind of... Uh, never seen it. Yeah. I mean, the, the new one, I mean. The yeah, new one. Yeah, people are yeah. divided on it. I like it a lot. I think it, you know, it, it turns its... I it, mean, the original is a classic. It's a classic. And, you it's, know... It's tough to do. It's going to be impossible to live up to those classics. We, we, I just feel like TV fans, movie fans, cinemaphiles, whatever you want to call them, people put the classic stuff on such a pedestal now more than ever. You can't touch it. And you have to mm. be very delicate with how you do it. It, it it really just kind of depends on where people's mindset is because something like um another show on on CBS the Star Trek Discovery something like that yeah. should not have succeeded it was the first Star Trek show to star a character who's not the captain of the ship it's the first Star Trek show to actually go back and completely eschew all that we learned about Captain Pike and Kirk uh, even Captain Archer you know they're they're in this universe but they're not the focus. They're not the center of attention, you know? Mm-hmm. And some of the technology they have, obviously, has evolved from the time of the original series because 
that wouldn't impress viewers, uh, modern viewers, in order to, uh, you know, get people coming back week after week. But something about that show, something about it, the recipe is like perfect. And it comes off as just something fresh. And I really like it. I mean, I haven't seen it, so I can't like, <laughs> like, I can't speak to that. Yeah, but I, I have know. heard really good things from the people who are more open to new stuff. That that's that's what I will say about that. Yeah. Like, um, that's all I have to say about that. No, like, it, <laughs> <laughs> people uh, who are more open to uh, you know, new new ideas and new directions of star trek they they seem pretty cool with it the people who i've seen who are not who are like this is the best one they tend to not like it you know yeah i i like the people that like new things you know me too me too we yeah. it's, it's so funny too because we have a mutual friend who's a diehard fan of yeah. a lot of things but specifically star trek the next generation Mm-hmm. And he'll surprise you because those diehard fans are usually the ones that are just like, oh, no, if it doesn't have this, 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 and this box checked, then I'm out. I don't like it. But he's on board. He's 100%. Yeah, he's like, on board. Oh, yeah. And if he doesn't like it, like, usually he's given it a very fair shot. Yeah. I will say that, too. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. That's another thing. I'm like, okay, did you give it a fair shot? Like like Dee was talking about how she did not like a very famous band. <laughs> I won't name the band because I don't want her to get any criticism. But she did not like a very famous band, yes. and I was I was asked, I said, did you did like did you fully listen to this band? Did you give this band a fair shot? She said yes, I did, and I said okay then that's fine, and then I let it go. Yep. Because that's it. That's that's what I want to know. I want to know, do you not like it because it's popular and you just don't want to do anything like you don't want to have anything to do with it? Or do you not like it because it just doesn't click with you? Because right. that's always valid. But, you know, I, my my first question is usually, OK, did you give it a fair shot? And, and if the answer is yes, then I'm like, cool. All right. All right. That's fine. You don't you don't have to like the same things. OK. So, movies. Movies. Well, the horror movie list. So you have a list on here, but I want to read Michael's uh, uh, Michael Randolph, who was kind enough to let me share the list on here. So uh, he's saying this is what he's watched so far. Mm-hmm. That's his his list so far. Um, and by the way, you guys can jump in on this, uh, get in that that sweet chili baby group. Uh, Watched The Brood, which was my first movie on the list. Yes, I'm, I'm losing track of movies. Um, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, which I've never seen, but I know that you would dig that. Yes, yes. I, I was a fan <laughs> of the movie of Elvira back in the day. It was a fine choice. Well done. Yeah. Um, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, the 1978 version. I know they they did a remake. I think it was just called Invasion. It wasn't good. The original's great though. Have you seen that? No, I haven't seen that one. The original, yeah, it's all, it should it's one that should go on your list. It's a great movie. Uh, Bug, 1975. Hmm. I have no idea what this is. Neither do I. I feel like I've seen the cover of it, but I've never watched it. I've never watched it either. Scanners. Uh, that one, that. I believe, is another uh, Cronenberg. I think that's another Cronenberg. Yeah, you're right. I hope you're wrong. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, Fright Night, 
great movie mm-hmm. from the 80s. I think they remade that one as well. I think all of these have been remade at this point, but the original is fantastic. I haven't seen the new one. Uh, My Bloody Valentine. I haven't seen that one from 1981. The Frighteners. Oh, yeah. The Frighteners. What is The Frighteners? I don't think I, I don't know if I've seen that. Frighteners. Isn't that the one with. Hold on. I got to look. Because I know the I've last seen one, it. The last one is Altered States. It's the last one. Frighteners was the one with Michael J. Fox. I don't recall this movie. Kind That's of a, weird. a comedy ghost hunting movie. It was, it was pretty interesting. I've never seen that. Yeah. Huh. Definitely okay. check it out. Also, Michael said that um, all of the movies listed are, <clears throat> excuse me, on HBO, Prime, or Hulu. See, now so, that's the that's the money right there. That's good stuff. You I know, know, telling you exactly where it's at. Come on. That's with Chicago awesome. Nerd Social Club, we had such a hard time um, finding Halloween yeah. movies that were suitable for the whole family to watch. That were widely available on streaming services, you know, like just widely available is hard enough. Most exactly. of these movies, I keep looking them up as we're going along because I own them. And, you know, like Scream was last night's movie. I own Scream. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, I hope it's on Netflix. or It's not. It's in, it's not streaming anywhere. Man, like we we lucked out when we got Adam's Family like that was available yeah. on on Netflix. But, yeah, I mean, there's a whole lot of stuff we want to check out. Hocus Pocus, Casper, you know, nothing is widely available. And even if it's on, like, Freeform, because, you know, when you Google a movie, it'll tell you, oh, it's streaming here for free. Yeah, it's free if you subscribe to this cable provider and have the app. And if you don't, nah. Well, Bradley pointed out, um, he he looked up where the movie that I'm doing on Saturday, uh, the new movie that I'm doing on Saturday, the, The Descent, uh, which I've never seen before, he pointed out, he was saying, oh, it's on Hoopla, which is the, I use that for my comics and stuff. I didn't yeah. even think about it for movies. So if you have a library card, there's a lot of movies out there. Now, can, can you stream that to your TV or is that only yes. on your, oh, okay. Interesting. I, didn't I know just downloaded and set up today the Apple TV app. They should have more if they're mm. if it's on Apple. Like, yeah. you know, it's on other services Then it's been approved everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Apple's the one that's usually a dick about their, their yeah. apps. Um, you know, speaking of CNSC, we, we were disappointed this year that we couldn't have our, our nerd or ween celebration like we always do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Usually we have this big blowout event. If you're from Chicago, you've probably heard of it. And I'm not just like patting ourselves on the back or anything. It's been going on for over 10 years now where yeah. CNSC throws a party called Nerdoween. Sometimes it'll be at a, a nerdy bar in the city. We used to have it at um, a nerdy theater uh, until that, you know, basically closed to us. Uh, <laughs> but no, this year we decided to make it a month long event. So we did a watch along yeah. on October 2nd. And you can find all this on, on the uh, Chicago Nerd Social Club uh, Facebook page as well so mm-hmm. we, did, we did a watch along with adam's family on the second uh coming up uh on the ninth on that on friday we uh decided upon the witches from 1990 uh i'm gonna look that up because that sounds very familiar but i don't know also starring angelica houston <laughs> i feel like i saw that as a kid yeah yeah it's one of those but it's 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 got a good oh no i'm scared oh god <laughs> 
Oh, they're remaking this. Yeah, with um. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Anne Hathaway. Uh, Anne Hathaway, right, 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 right. So that's kind of cool. Uh, I did on, not see this movie. On October seventeenth, we've got uh, s'mores and ghost stories. <laughs> People mm-hmm. are sharing ghost stories with each other through the group. That's cute. The twenty fifth, we have crafts and pumpkin carving, which is going to be a lot of fun. And I'm going to try mm-hmm. my hand for the first time in a long time at pumpkin carving if I can find a pumpkin to carve. I, I, was, I haven't I haven't carved pumpkins since I was little <laughs> in school. Right, right, you know. And then lastly, on the day itself, we have a uh, show off your favorite costumes throughout the years, you know, kind of like a retrospective. Or if you made like a homemade costume or something like this year, just to reflect your feelings. Are you telling me that I have to dress up like Marty McFly again? I think you have to, yes. Okay, mm-hmm. all right, I will. I'll dress up like Marty McFly then. I still got the stuff. Gotta go back. You know why? Because I only bought one thing for that fucking outfit. That was the vest. I owned every other item. Isn't that sad? Mm. I owned every other item that Marty McFly wears. <laughs> just because. I owned a jean jacket that was the same type of jean jacket. I owned a shirt that looked exactly like his shirt. This is terrible. Just terrible. <laughs> oh, I forgot the best, most divisive thing of all that's happening in the group right mm-hmm. now. There are many yes. fights, much gnashing of teeth. Mostly between us. <laughs> yep. Most rip, more, more ripping out of hair than most people have had over this entire quarantine because we decided as a as a as a committee to try our hand at a candy sweet 16 bracket mm-hmm. so right now we got a candy sweet 16 going on and people are going bonkers people are like putting out memes and gifts and everything. If you want to go, why did you pick whatchamacallit over a take five? Because whatchamacallit is fucking dope. I don't want a candy bar that's got pretzels in it. No, I I do. Fuck. fuck? Are you kidding me? (laughs) If I want a pretzel, I'm going to get a pretzel. Maybe put some peanut butter on there. Maybe some hot mustard. Kidding me. I don't need pretzel, a chocolate covered pretzel, bud. Look, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? A chocolate-covered pretzel is perfection if done correctly. But then when a you start wrapping like... It's an accessible version of that, bud, <sighs> plus caramel and everything. Come on. It's too much. It's too much. No, no it's not it, too much. It's amazing. What's a McCall it has a dope commercial. I'm has... not going to make fun of it. <laughs> <laughs> You're dicks right now. I am not going to make fun of a whatchamacallit. I... Love a good whatchamacallit, but better than a take five. Yes. Really? Absolutely. Really, you know what else? You know really? what else I'll say? To, what else to prove my point right now? Whatchamacallit. Oh, you all right? Yeah, I dropped the <laughs> thing. You're good. I'm angry. Whatchamacallits have maintained angry. their same size, their same bar to wrapper ratio throughout the years. No other candy bar can make that claim. What? Check my facts. I don't even know if that's true or not. But no, what should we call it? I don't understand why that's a selling point for you. Because you ever open a bag of chips and it's mostly air, and then, you know, years go by, you open that same bag of chips or, you know, the same brand of chips, and it's even more air? That doesn't happen with what's in McCallit. What's in McCallit is wrapper to wrapper candy bar. There's no air in there. That's important. <laughs> There's no... Wait, wait, wait. 
So you're saying that the whatchamacallit yes. is better than the Take 5. Yes. Because there's no air in the packaging? Because you Are get you more fucking candy mind? bar. You get what? more bang for your what buck. What's wrong with you? The Take 5 bar is smaller. What's wrong with you? Therefore, inferior. Sir, answer my question. <laughs> I do not yield my time. Oh, it's like a dick or whatever he said. <laughs> suck my dick, eat my shorts. I, suck my <laughs> I yield my time, sir, or whatever he said. Fuck you very much. I don't know. He said a lot of. He said a lot of so things. Funny. That's one of the oh. best videos of the year. God, there has been. People have gotten away with so much vulgarity just on basic television. And Look at how much we are fighting over this. Now, it. imagine it's a giant <laughs> group on the Internet. <laughs> now, just to, to, to you know, assuage people's uh, anxiety on this, CNSC does have guidelines. You can't get too out of pocket. Yeah. You should only give people a hard time if you know them in real life. Okay? Oh, yeah. I absolutely yeah. fucking shit on Matt. Oh, but, yeah. Like, no one else. It's great. <laughs> like, like John Craig. John Craig goes, I'm voting for the opposite of anything Matt votes on. Like he comes oh in God. and says that right off the bat. John and Willie Craig, Opper. Willie Opper. Yes. God damn it, John Craig. Willie Opper goes, you know what? Fuck this whole thing because M&Ms didn't even make the list. You guys need to go back and add M&Ms to the rankings. And I just said, no. Nah. That. that was it. Wait, I just said, no. Nah. like every time. <laughs> You try to add Reese's Pieces or something to it. <laughs> just like, I am protesting because Ooh. you did not add M&M's to this list every single time. Like, hey, what about M&M's? And then the mods are sitting back going, God, this guy really fucking loves M&M's. Every single time. <laughs> every time, you know? And I just said, no. Nah. And he's like, I'm going to mail you M&M's for every single birthday or special occasion from now on. And I'm like, that's still a win for me. All right. Let me with the time, bud. I know. <laughs> What? Um, <laughs> okay, real quick question. Yeah. If you're doing an M&M's bracket, okay. what M&M wins? Oh, man. See, now you're going to make everybody hate me. I'm going to just put myself out there on front street. I'm going to tell you yep. like this. Sometimes in life. Okay. Every now and then. Every now and then I get a little. Okay. Um, yeah. you, you get something so perfect the first time around. That you don't need to go back and redo anything. Sometimes gotcha. a band's freshman album is better than I a sophomore attempt. Let me tell you what I'm saying right now. Sometimes Most you don't need tricks. Most people agree that the first album's better, but okay. <laughs> Sometimes you don't need tricks like caramel and pretzels. <laughs> Sometimes you just need the chocolate itself. And that's why I like playing Eminem's best. Okay, first of all, I will say that I have had this very discussion with Mr. Ryan Guy. Shout out to Okay. I thought you were going to say <laughs> Shut that. Up. Okay, uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry, I'm off my game. I was, I was stuck in the Baptist preacher mode, and I Mr. couldn't get Ryan out of it. Yeah. Sorry, shout out to Turtle Soup. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan Guy agrees with you. Ah. He, is, he is a fan of plain M&Ms. He will eat other M&Ms and enjoys other M&Ms. Yeah, yeah. Particularly um, like the pretzel or whatever. Like He's like, oh, those are pretty good. But like he likes the classic. Yeah. I understand that. It's classy. You know? It's 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 like I get it. It's perfect. However, the top of my bracket is a dead tie. Uh oh. Between M M&M and Crispy. 
Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Best. Hold on. The best for me, mix the two, bud. Wow. Mix them up. Now, that's something that I've never considered doing before. I segregate my M&Ms, and you know what? It's time for a change. It's time mix. to evolve my snacking. I'm going to mix up some M&Ms. And, and, the, and you could do peanut and then have the uh, the pretzel ones, too. That's a, that's a trail mix. Right like, I was going to say the exact same thing. Yeah. Basically, you're just making a... a, 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 a reconstructed trail mix you know how they do deconstructed pb and j or something like that it's like a it's, reconstructed trail mix that's it's dope. trail mix but without all the healthy gross shit you've like, just invented look if they look 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 this has been something that m&m's needs for such a long time all the characters hang out together you know playing in peanut and and, and the fudge one you know <laughs> The, yeah, the oddly sexy green one. I don't know. They all hang out together. Why do we want to fuck that green? <laughs> I, man, it's why does she have to be leggy? I don't understand. I don't know. I, I would, though. <laughs> I would. <laughs> Back to my family friendly point. They should put all the M&Ms in one bag just one time. Just do it for April Fool's or something. I mean, that would be really cool. Exactly. But for exactly. real, why her legs like that? I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm with you. But yeah, if you mix some of those M&M combos, they're really good. Yeah. It's a good deal. Okay, okay. Folks, tell us if you've <laughs> ever done this before. Let us know your M&M <laughs> combos. I'm curious. Ooh, or candy mix combos. You know if what? If it's something else. Why, why let Pringles run the table on putting together their chips, buying two and three tubes of Pringles to make the salty, spicy nacho mix or whatever the fuck? Rick and Morty is talking about. No, fuck that shit. Let me know what M&Ms you would mix together to make your perfect snack mix. I want to know. Tell me what M&Ms go together. Why are you just quoting Phil Collins' lyrics? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's, that's a good point. That's a good point. Everybody should, though. Phil Collins is a fucking musical genius. Everybody should be quoting his lyrics. Yeah. I mean... You just, you just, you can't stay relevant. You can't stay on for as long as Phil Collins. If Phil Collins came out with new music today, it's still gonna slap. Yeah. God, he's so good. He's so good. So good. All right. So you, <laughs> we are off the fucking rails tonight, it. guys. I love it. Have love fun. It. Uh, you have a, a list on here. I do. Last Did week, you um, say these? um, you know what? I didn't, uh, I don't think... Oh, yeah. No, we talked about it last week on the Q&A. Like, these are all my choices from the Q&A last week. Uh, we we mm-hmm. answered a question from, I believe it was Denise, who wanted to know if I had some not-so-scary uh, Halloween suggestions, because... As you all know, I'm I'm really there more for the for the fun of the Halloween season than the oh shit yeah. I need to have nightmares about everything and really contemplate my existence and possibly be scared by BDSM stuff from Pinhead. Um, yeah, sometimes you don't want all I, that. Sometimes see, I don't get I don't get nightmares from watching these horror movies. I get nightmares from reality. Okay, like like those are the nightmares that I get at night. Had we'll them see. last night. We'll see what happens tonight. There you go. <laughs> it, it doesn't get more scary than real life right now. So why even try? Let's have some right. fun. So yeah, I threw some suggestions out there, uh, as you all heard last week as well. But I, I made it official by putting it on some like orange background, so to make it you know festive and whatnot. Yeah. So check that out. Uh, I don't yeah. think I, I think I posted that in the stories, but not on the page. So um, I will post that on the main page. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. 
Okay. So that's pretty much it for the movie uh, portion. Well, I did want to um, throw out there, too, that a lot of the DC movies got shuffled around, too. Yes. Okay. That I, I'm, uh, I should have clarified. That's the, the horror. I want to make sure we were <laughs> done with that, that part of it. There's, <clears throat> there is a rumor that Wonder Woman 1984 is going to skip theaters and go straight to streaming. Right. Oh, 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 I didn't hear about that. That's great. I mean, so this me. is um, uh, where this is not like it's called. We got this covered or whatever. Oh, them. Okay, yeah. I, I, I'm not saying trust this source, yeah. but I am. I am saying it's interesting. I usually that, warn people away from we got this covered specifically because they throw a lot of darts at the wall just to see you know what's going to actually okay. hit. And every I now so and then, this is my my sweet father sent me sent us this article uh, though. He didn't yeah. know. Yes. He doesn't he doesn't follow this stuff. But he contributed to the show, guys. He sent this article in. He was like, "Oh my gosh, Wonder Woman's gonna come on streaming services, and we can get it there instead, or whatever." And like, you can watch it there because he knows I really am excited for that movie. Shout out, for, <laughs> shout out to Lex's dad. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he 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 tried. Yeah. Um. But, you know, as usually, failed. So, oh, damn. <laughs> so there's a lot oh, of unfortunate it's okay, news. Just to... earlier to... No, no, no. It's okay. Because earlier today we were having a discussion about playing favoritism. And I was like, you never play favoritism with any of us. Like, my, And by that, I mean me and my brother. And he's like, yeah, except for uh, Laura, which is my sister-in-law. He's like, she's the best one. I was like, you know, that's fair. Okay. Aww. Okay. That's fair. All right. So, so there's, yeah. there's um, to put it in perspective for a lot of what's going on here, uh, news came out that a lot of the Regal Cinemas locations in the United States are going to be shutting down. Is it permanent? That we don't know. It's just yeah. for now is all they're saying. <laughs> and I mean, of course, you know, with rent and everything, who knows how long they're going to be able to hold on to these theaters or if they're going to be snatched up by another franchise or, or whatever. But for right now, Regal is shutting down many of their locations, most of their locations. So, yeah, that's kind of a bummer. But there's nothing to show and nobody to show up. So what else are they going to do? Yeah. Uh, I am trying to find the sourcing because Screen Rant is also saying that Wonder Woman is going to go directly um, directly to streaming. Wow. Or but but like where are they getting this source that's yeah. what i'm trying to well let me give you let me give you this from dark horizons darkhorizons.com is yeah. a pretty re- reliable source they're uh okay. talking about all the uh, the dc movies so they say the release calendar just keeps changing with warner brothers pictures having pushed <clears throat> dune back 10 months now further yes. reorganizing its release slate first up matt reeves the batman has been pushed back 5 months from october 1st 2021 to march 4th 2022 when Dune, mm-hmm. when Dune moved to October 20, uh, 2021 slot, the Batman delay was inevitable, but that it happened this fast is a surprise. Mm-hmm. That's not all. The Flash film has been delayed five months to November 4th, 2022. Shazam, that movie's never getting made. Whatever. It, yeah, that's another new mutant. It doesn't exist. Shazam exactly. 2 has been delayed seven months to June 2nd, 2023. And the Dwayne Johnson-led Black Adam has been pulled from the schedule altogether originally said to be out December 22nd, 2021. So, uh, 
Apparently, the Wachowskis got some good news. The Matrix 4 has been moved up by four months, originally slated for April 2022. It'll now open Christmas next year. Now, if anything is fit for streaming, Matrix 4, I'd say. I, I Yeah, I would completely agree. I think all the Matrix films are on Netflix right now because they've worked with Netflix, right? Yeah, they are on Netflix. But given the subject matter of the films, and, you know, I, I just to uh, go back to your point, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if those moved over to HBO given the Warner ownership of those films true uh, true you know but yeah i mean given the given the nature the subject matter of those films it would be a layup even the star having had another successful release on home release you know put it on put it on streaming just yeah come on come on guys right there's no there's no reason not to at this point it's gonna make money yeah i I understand the conflict, though, because they they want theaters to like survive. They want that experience. They know that the directors want that experience of like fans being able to go to the theaters. But at the same time, fans want the movie. I don't know. It's it's a really difficult situation. It is. I don't envy them. I I think I I I feel bad. I don't want to go to a theater to like it. I I miss movie theaters. Oh, my God. Yeah. I miss them so much. And because. I don't want to go till there's a vaccine. I really Drive-ins don't. Drive-ins aren't as widely available as they should be. I know a few have popped up. There have been places that have opened up their parking lots for drive-in movies. But remember, guys, I mean, it just, and it sounds like the dumbest thing to say out loud, but just to make it plain, you can't show a movie in a drive-in until the sun goes down. Yeah. So they're it, losing it really out on limits. that. Yeah, it limits the amount of money they can make. Of course, people are going to be more hesitant to get out of their cars or even invite someone over to get snacks. Yeah. Especially if you can bring your own because it's a drive-in. So there's there's still a big loss happening here, even if they do switch over to that uh, that model, you know? Yeah. <sighs> it's just – it's a really bad situation, and it's very upsetting. Yeah. Um, And I understand that people are like, God, I want to see this movie, but, like, we want to see it. The way we want to see it's just I don't know. It's another thing that's just freaking depressing <laughs> about this situation. <laughs> yeah. To be honest. Yeah. To see all of that like laid out back to back, just seeing like, hey, Warner Brothers moved all of this stuff back. I you know. know. It's like when are we gonna get movies again? Yeah. Dune was like, all right, I wasn't really looking too forward to Dune anyway, but yeah, folks, enjoy the live action TV that you're seeing now because. Who knows what's going to happen? Movies are, are slated to begin filming again, you know. In they, the they're filming TV shows. TV shows now. are filming. Yeah. Spider-Man 3 is supposed to start filming in, in, in March of next year, I guess. I read on comicbook.com. But, okay. yeah, there's a, there's a lot of animated shows being greenlit. And this one is almost worthy of Wall of Weird. Okay. It's <laughs> Warner Animation plans a Bat Wheels kids series. And this series will follow the crime-fighting vehicular crew, including Bam, the Batmobile, Bibby, the Batgirl Cycle, Red, Robin's Redbird, Jet, the Batwing, and Buff, the Bat Truck. I don't know if these vehicles transform into robots. I don't know if the people driving these cars are going to... It's like Thomas the Tank Engine, but fucking stupid. Exactly. Well, Thomas is stupid anyway, but... Well, kids are going to like it. Yeah. But these things don't even have faces, so it's going to be like Knight Rider without the Michael Knight. 
this oh is oh my gosh this is this is just like teen titans go they made a joke about you know everybody every superhero basically getting their own movie except for robin and you know they started teasing like he's been with the dark knight since the beginning he's been batman's right hand man and now he's finally getting his own movie alfred the movie coming soon the theater yeah oh. <laughs> But they did that too. They gave Penny. They made a Pennyworth series after that. Yeah. So. Ugh. Did you ever watch any of that? I watched the first episode, or the first two actually. They had one of those. Um, More than me. <laughs> yeah. It was on this. It was on that Epix service, and after that, I didn't hear anything about it after the premiere because we went to go see it. Um, uh, Kelsey and I went to see it at uh, a theater here. They had like a big premiere for it and everything. They gave away comic books and all, and Remember? it was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Remember theaters? Remember seeing people? Remember things and stuff? <laughs> Guys. Remember hugs? Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So Ryan and I were just talking about this the other day. We're going to cry when we hug each other. I'm we know sorry. it. We both have admitted that it's just going to happen, and we're just going to have to let it happen. I damn near cried when I saw my barber for the first time in a while. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I know. <laughs> like the smell of barbicide in the air. I just oh, missed it so oh. much. Yeah, I was going to cut my hair, but I decided to keep it. Yeah. So, yeah. It looks nice on you, though. It's a good look. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, I made the decision because of a girl. So. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I've done things. No, that's not true. I don't make decisions like that based on those reasons. However, um, I made the decision because... Yesterday, I put it in a, po- a half ponytail in the back, and it looked like Ray, the way that she has her hair. Yeah. I was like, I look like a Jedi. <laughs> so that's the real reason. I wish it was cool, and like, because of a girl. It is. it is. It's a fictional girl, and I want to be her. <laughs> hey. <laughs> just as long just, as... No, I just thought it looked cool, and I was like, you know, I can always cut it later. Like, it takes forever to grow out. Yeah. Well, I mean, my hair go even with my hair growing fast, it takes a really long time. So I was like, you know, I'm just gonna keep it. But I understand that, like, man, that ritual returning to this. I missed this thing, you know, of a yeah. haircut, something so simple. I can honestly say that I do miss going to the office. I, I know that I've like said, oh, begrudgingly, you know, it's kind of weird how you miss certain things. But no, I, I legit miss going into the office every day because yeah. the satisfaction of getting well, home and removing your pants just isn't the same if you never wear pants. It's just not the really? same. What would you think if if they said in the future, okay, you know, we're just going to switch up how we work in the U.S. So you're going to have, you know, one or two days remote and then three days on in an office. So, like, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday are all in the office. And then you would have... You'd have to work Monday, be remote, and then like a half day Friday would be remote. How would you feel about that? That would be excellent. And this is something yeah. that is is similar to a conversation that Dee and I uh, were having earlier today, which is, you know, it sounds great. And it, it, it seems like it's it's a rational reaction and it's good for your mental health and your physical health. Oh. Yes. And that's where the problem is, because it doesn't make money. <laughs> you know, like it, yeah. it, it, in the basis sense it of it does, though. Like, if you look at other countries that have adopted the four-day work week, for example, they, they're they very productive and make money. Yeah, yeah, but I'm talking about, like, when they see money on the table, 
when they see that, hey, these are extra days that we could be getting other people in here or we could be having this person come in and working just as hard or I don't trust that person to work as hard if I'm not directly staring at them. You know, it's it's that type of bullshit mentality that ha- has been driven into us by beer companies over the years trying to make us believe the only way that we deserve a, a Budweiser is if we were wiping the sweat off of our brow after working in a fucking factory all day, not sitting behind a computer. So here's the thing. When we go to these offices, when we when we hear about these offices like Google that have nap rooms and have arcade machines and have like ping pong tables, that's great. It's a wonderful practice where people can just like unwind. And in those environments, they thrive. Yes. But in the majority of America, unfortunately, that sort of shit is nitpicked on. I can't go take a break at my job and go play Donkey Kong for 20 minutes without somebody staring a hole in the back of my head saying, why isn't he sitting down typing, you know, or, hey, Sandra, you took an extra 15 minutes at lunch. Oh, well, you know, I I went to go uh, get my car washed. Oh, well, you know, we're all here working, you know, that type of fucking mentality where you have to like dog eat dog and all that it's just yeah shitty it's really shitty and you're right it has been proven to wear people out faster but as long as it's not directly affecting the boss doesn't matter they're making their money damn that's so true yep well you sufficiently bummed me out bud well i got something else to bum you out glow has been canceled dude i'm pissed about this fuck yeah it doesn't make any sense either Okay. Why don't you just delay production? Like, just sit it on the back burner. Yeah. yeah. You've already signed all these people on. There, I don't see any reason why you can't just let it go on hold. What's funny, too, is there was an actual wrestling promotion that was uh, produced by a group that did a lot of the uh, reality TV shows that aired on NBC back in the day. So, like... I'm, I'm gonna just the apprentice you know that sort of thing yes that same production okay. company produced um uh what was it called it was uh lucha underground and they had all these wrestlers on contract but they didn't have a tv deal and so they had them all sitting at home and these are wrestlers that could actively be out working for other independent promotions and making appearances and all that sort of shit but because they were all on contract they weren't able to do so. They were getting paid, but they were sitting at home withering away. WCW is another promotion uh, that existed long ago. Uh, same thing. They would literally not have anything to do uh, for the guys under their employ. So they would have them sitting at home waiting for their contracts to run out, still getting paid, but just getting yeah. just out of shape. Yeah. Why can't a TV show about a wrestling promotion do that? <laughs> I know. Jeez. <laughs> Just stay home, work out, and 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 stay healthy, and then come back when it's time. And they're and they're actors. They're gonna do that anyway. Exactly. Like, most of them are doing that anyway. Uh, breaking news. Oh. Television. Breaking news. I'm with you. Uh, Lumberjanes is getting an animated series for HBO Max. Well, all right. I'm excited. Have you read those? No, but I know a lot of people love them. They're like I so think good. you reviewed those for the site, like at least yeah. a couple of those. Yeah, so that's really cool. Yeah, it's really good. I think you'd love it. I think you'd love it for the art style alone, but I think you'd just enjoy it. It's really fun. I think yeah. uh, D would probably enjoy them as well. Um, but yeah, that's gonna that's gonna adapt really well. 
cool. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff out there now that looks like Lumberjanes. Like, uh, yeah. that show Infinity Train has a very similar art style. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure a lot of people um, read that, uh, read uh, Lumberjanes over the years and just kind of, like, adopted that that art style and uh, just kind of put it into their own work, too, because I, I see it in a lot of stuff. So I'm looking forward to it. You know, that sounds exciting. Yeah, and and I'm I'm iffy about animation. I can go either way with it, but that in particular, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm sold. So Definitely. they they made two very interesting choices today. One great news and one questionable. Yeah. Show about Hot Wheels. Yeah. Show about Hot Wheels. Yeah, yeah. You do no. need to watch. I, I don't want to say you need to, but yep. I would highly recommend that you watch uh, Infinity Train. Um, it's very good. Which one is that? Infinity Train is a show that was... Is that the HBO Max show? Yeah, it got moved over to HBO yes. Max. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's on my list. I also want to watch... Um, gosh, what is it called? What's the one that... <laughs> this is such a dumb question, <laughs> but... Where the kid goes rock fact. That's oh, a rock fact. Yeah, it's... it's uh, very reminiscent of that. That's uh, Over the Garden Wall. Over the Garden Wall. So I've seen an episode of that, but I haven't seen the whole thing. No, see, that's something that you need to watch all of because it was like a five-night right. event. Right. And it, it's I think it's all on HBO now. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's on my list of like a fall show or something like that to oh, watch. More breaking news. Looks like a CBR clarified that, yes, the uh, the Batmobiles will have eyes and mouths. Um, but not Horrifying. like not like Thomas the Tank Engine, more like uh cars, like Pixar's cars. Horrifying. Absolutely. I, I mean, well, I haven't actually seen the designs, but I'm gonna assume horrifying. Oh no, it is. You're right. It it, it is. And uh, do they have images? This should not exist. Oh my God, are there images? I'm gonna show you the one oh, teaser that they put out there. I'm excited and scared all at the same time. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not good. Don't be excited. <laughs> I don't know why that was my reaction, but it was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of cute. It's kind of cute, but it's also kind of like That's scary. You guys ripped off cars. Like, let's just call it what it is. This is cars, but like scary cars. It's scary cars. Yeah, <laughs> this is spooky season cars. It's cars and nice. wheels. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's gonna be the theme song, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, guys. I'm available. I'm available. Like, I'm totally available to take care of this. Yes. Um, I also want to yeah. warn people away from getting their hopes up too much about um, the Spider-Man. About bat wheels? Let, yeah. me, let me assure you, they're not up. <laughs> <laughs> Set your expectations to high, and that still won't be high enough because bat wheels is a coming. Yeah. No, I want to warn people away from getting your hopes up too much about the Spider-Man 3 movies, just because there's been a lot of talk now that we learn Jamie Foxx will be reprising his role as uh, Electro from Amazing Spider-Man 2 somehow uh, in this movie. Why is that an exciting thing? I'm sorry. Well, let me tell you. It's because people think that this is implying that there's going to be a Spider-Verse, a live-action Spider-Verse. They think because we're getting members of the Sinister Six coming together from different iterations of Spider-Man, that means that we're going to be getting the Spider-Mans 
from the various movies to come together as well. And I don't want people to get their hopes up about that because I mean, if they do that, cool. Yeah. If they do it, cool. I hope I'm wrong, but there has been no word that that is the case. They have a formula with these Spider-Man films. that Why would they bring Jamie Foxx back to play that character? That's it. Like, that's weird. Maybe he had a contract that said he was going to play the character in at least two movies and they have to honor that now. Nah, they'll just pay him off if they don't want to deal with us. (laughs) Maybe. Seriously, they would. If they didn't want to deal with, like, there's no reason. They they could just buy out that contract. Yeah. And, I mean, maybe they saw the reaction to, well, I would hope they wouldn't be that, you know, optimistic. But maybe they saw the reaction to bringing back uh, J.K. Simmons, and they're like, oh, people love when we bring back these older characters. Let's try another Yeah, let's bring back that fan favorite, that fan favorite (laughs) that is that is the majestic um, uh, Jamie Foxx as Electro in the worst (laughs) Spider-Man movie made. Let's do that, shall we? Oh, man, it was so painful. That is the worst Spider-Man movie made. Yeah. And I love the first one. Yeah. It is awful. I gave it a fair shot. I let it rest for a while, and then I finally went back and watched it on a Saturday, on a Sunday night, and... Plane. That's how much I hated that movie. <laughs> Man, yeah. It, it's just not good. Like, there's little good about that film but outside of the Spider-Man costume, I think. The costume and um, Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield's chemistry. They did have good chemistry. Amazing. Yes. Yeah. Like, Andrew Garfield's American accent, he did sound a little bit too, like, street. You know, like, he had a little bit of just like an edge to him. Which is like, yeah. that's not Peter Parker. Like, that's that's good. That's a good American accent. That ain't Peter Parker, though. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like, Tobey Maguire obviously got it. Because, you know, for his well, Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, of course, um, uh, what's Tom, his, Holland. Tom Holland got it. You know. Yeah. I, I, He's British, correct? Yes, he is. Yeah. But I'm very impressed with his with his work, as as everybody else is, I know. But yeah, just like American the, accent is not hard for them to pick up. It's it's us that we fuck up the other accents. <laughs> not that, but the nuance, like him him being from a certain part of New York, and him being like a, a kind of a nerdy type of guy as well, and having to maintain that accent. I, that I swear he just does Marty McFly. That's a good. That's a good. That's a good description. Yes, you're probably right. If but, you listen to him, he's just he he's doing that like, yeah. oh, okay, Mister Stark, like yeah, like yeah. you could have him play that character, and it would totally work. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, that's a very good point. Okay, all right, I I retract my statement then. Never mind. No, 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 no. I'm not saying it's a bad <laughs> thing. I'm just saying he's just like he's got that little like, okay, yeah. Mister. Okay, hey, have you seen that movie, Mister Stark? Like. Like, it's the same as when Marty's like, oh, Doc. Yeah, like, like, yeah. It's the same sort of thing. <laughs> very true, very true. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, right. Weird movie news. Weird movie news, okay. Lion King's getting a follow-up? Yep. Perry Jenkins. Not the one Who, you think. I, I, that, I am not laughing because Barry Jenkins is not, Jenkins is not talented. He directed Moonlight. He did. Incredibly talented. I don't know why, because he's made two films and they're both Oscar, like, gold type films. One won Best Picture. Mm. Oh, mm. uh, I should clarify that. I don't know if he's made more films before Moonlight, but he's made two very successful films. And now he's doing a 
a sequel the lion king like a like a live action sequel the a great director can't save this turd of a project and that's because we had john favreau on the last one john favreau the most talented people around voicing these characters exactly but john favreau specifically he should have been a layup for that right like if anybody was going to make it work it was him for two very good reasons one he made the movie that kicked off the entire marvel universe right he went right. to he went to movie jail for the second one for a little while, but he got out of it with Chef and all kind of other projects that he's been in. He took on acting roles. He went back to brass tacks and got his acting his acting chops back, and continued to make good content, including the Jungle Book from 2016 with talking animals. There's no yeah. reason this movie should have failed. No, that Jungle Book was fun too. Did it you ever was. see it? Yeah, Jungle yeah. Book was great, but. Lion King was not. No. <laughs> the best thing about Lion King was the fact they got Beyonce on the soundtrack and they got to get uh, chopped up. The soundtrack up. was good. Yeah. yeah. And she chopped it up for uh, Black is King. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. And then they let, and then she got to do that. Uh, um, what is it called? Is it called like an out, al- like an album film? What What do you call that? They They call them all kind of different things. It's like, you know, oh, it's a visualization. It's a long form music video but i know what you're talking yeah. about yeah 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 um yeah so they don't know anything about this movie besides like it's a the, prequel yeah <laughs> and i made a note we it's funny because we didn't talk about it but we made the same note in the wall of weird section in the podcast and it's it's messed up to me because the lion king in general is just the most convoluted timeline of projects where they can't just make a movie and then make the sequel and then just keep going in that direction. Like oh, they... yeah. Did you ever see Lion King one and a half? Yes. Fucking chaos. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. And they and... literally just did Timon and Pumbaa's perspective yes. of the Lion King. It was weird, man. It and really I watched was. it way too many times because I was a child. <laughs> and what's worse is they called it Lion King one and a half here, but in other countries it was known as Lion King three Hakuna Matata. No worries. <laughs> no, it, it it led into the Timon and Pumbaa series somehow, and yeah, then I remember that show. they went back again and made this show called The Lion Guard. Oh yeah, that was the little the little cub from the second Lion King, and yeah. that was his story, right? I, I think Simba's so. Simba's child. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they do that, but what's funny is is that they then do a, a movie for the Lion Guard that happens simultaneously as the Lion King 2, the animated Lion King 2, that takes all those characters away from Pride Rock so we're not led to believe like they were involved in that conflict. Sure. Yeah. Why not? It, it's just it's way too much thought just to put lions on the screen. Just, just make the lions sing. Just That's make all. them sing. Make them fall in love and then put out another generation. Make them feel the love tonight. They make (laughs) lion babies and then the whole thing starts again. That's just how it is. Like, oh my God. So yeah, it's so convoluted. They need to have some type of crisis to bring all these lion kings together and just have them like combine into one ultimate symbol. Lion kings of infinite earth. Yes. Just like, (laughs) Jesus. 
the ultimate Simba, man. Make it happen. Come on. I feel like this is the silliest episode of this podcast we've ever made. And not just because you're proposing a crisis on infinite Earths for lions that sing. <laughs> They're lions that sing. Yes, yes. And, and, the, and the, uh, the one outlier, the one presence that remains throughout, just like Stephen Amell's arrow. Yeah, is James Earl Jones as Mufasa. Yes. That's it. He just he's in all of it. <laughs> Have you ever seen that cartoon? Not cartoon. It's a comic strip of Mufasa in the clouds, and he's like, "Remember who you are." And then all of a sudden, they have Zeus go, "What are you doing in those clouds?" And Mufasa just like bails. Well, yeah, he's like, "Oh, oh. So he's like, oh shit, and gotta run." <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's crazy that James Earl Jones was bought back for that one. And, I, you know, no one else can do that voice. No. It's and I'm glad that they recognize that. And it's, yeah. it's, it's something that, like, I was talking to somebody. It was Elliot Serrano. I was kind of, like, going back and forth with him. Um, he's a he's a, a local writer for newspapers here in Chicago. And he's great on Instagram, too. If you follow anybody, follow him. He's fun. Um, so he, he's really nerdy. And I was just saying, it's weird to me how James Earl Jones doesn't get as much recognition for making the Star Wars films what they were as like a Mark Hamill, as a Harrison Ford, as a Carrie Fisher. That's true. You You're know. right. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's just strange. Like when they do all those reunion photo shoots and stuff like that, even before Carrie passed away, like James Earl Jones wouldn't be there. I don't know if he was over it or if they just didn't think to ask him. But it's like, man, I mean, this is the voice. This is the guy. This is the, your childhood, man. Why not invite him to the party? I wonder if it's him just being done. I feel like he's a very private person because even in the lead up yeah. to The Lion King, you didn't really see him in any of the advertising. You heard his voice a couple of times, but not like you didn't see him. And then even for um, uh, Coming to America Part 2, like, what little bit we've seen of that so far. I haven't seen anything of James Earl Jones, even though he's Wait, in it. Wait, they've, they've shown some of that? What well, they, that? they showed a poster for it, and they oh, had okay. a couple of images, I think, a while ago. But outside of that, that, yeah, I mean, I'm sure that movie's What's in limbo What's the premise right now, of Coming to America 2? Uh, what, what, what are they selling here? I think uh, his character, Eddie, Eddie Murphy's character, had an illegitimate son. Oh, God. When he hooked up with somebody before he met the woman in the film, you know, uh -huh. and now they're coming to, you know, claim they're, they're part of the, uh, the the lineage. Oh, OK. That could be interesting. Could be interesting. I hope they handle it well. But it's very we'll difficult to, to make a sequel to such a great and iconic film. Yeah. And for a long time, I mean, there was a lot of conversation about like there, there was there was rumors. There were rumors that. Eddie Murphy didn't really come up with that idea himself. Like the script, the majority of the script wasn't even really his idea. But uh, settlements happened and people moved on. But that was the reasoning uh, in a lot of people's minds why they hadn't come out with a sequel to that in, in so long, you know? Yeah. Hmm. And plus, Eddie Murphy is just, you know, he tends to just be over shit sometimes, too. Like, yeah, I don't feel like... Going back yeah, to that. he's an interesting dude. He really is. In that sense. Yeah, and I'm not belittling him at all. He's a comedic no. genius. He was great when he came back on SNL this last time. But when he came back for the reunion, you could tell Eddie didn't want to come to play that night. 
So yeah, he's done. Yeah. So That's I like okay. it. I like it when he's on. I appreciate his his uh, you know his his history. He's he's a a legend in the field. But man, when he's when he don't want to talk, when he don't want to play, he don't want to play. That's true. Yeah. Um. Do you think he's like run out of money? Is that why he's doing stuff again? I, <laughs> He's got a lot of kids. Like that's that, that's why I'm questioning it. Yeah, I mean, he does have a lot of children, and he keeps having them. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. Like you forget that. Uh, well, I forget sometimes. Like him and Mel B from the Spice Girls, they had a kid together too. You know. Did they get married? I believe they did. I believe they were married for a minute, and they had a kid, yeah. and then they and it was like, turned bad. Right, 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 right. But okay. yeah. Do you want to get into a wall of weird and resnaculous combo? Oh, I do like sure. a good combo. Pizza combos are delicious, actually. I like them. Those have always tasted weird to me. Combos. All of them. Really? All the flavors. Mm. Yeah, there's something weird about it. It's a, a pretzel again. Oh, yeah, we're not getting back into that. Okay, now, so. <laughs> now, I love pretzels. I love variations of pretzels. There's something about that interior. It's kind of like a dog treat to me. I'm like, I'm not buying this. I could see that. Okay. Yeah, that's a that's a fair criticism. It's not the, it's not the taste. It's the consistency. No. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This story is from NPR, and it was written – it just says heard on Morning Edition. Um, for Subway, a ruling not so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Irish Fort says it's bread isn't bread. the bread isn't bread okay ireland's supreme court has ruled that subway bread isn't actually bread at least not legally that is because its bread has too much sugar the court said on tuesday the country's value-added tax tax act of 1972 says tax-exempt bread can't have sugar fat and bread improver that exceeds 2% of the weight of flour. Subway's recipe, in Subway's recipe, sugar makes up 10% the weight of flour, according to the judgment. That is five times the acceptable, what is acceptable by law. Man. The law distinguishes bread as a staple food <laughs> from other baked goods that are, you know, fancy confectionery baked goods. In other words, the court found that Subway's bread is perhaps legally closer to cake than bread. Uh, The resulting product falls outside of the definition of bread for the purposes of the act, the ruling said. Five Mm. judges considered this case. It's not done yet, but did you want to interrupt? I wanted to say, like, it's amazing that they have this this, 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 uh, hurdle that they have to jump over. In, uh, well, in Ireland, you said it was? Yes, and I'll explain why Subway was fighting this here in a second. Okay. But uh, this is a lovely tweet from Alsling B. I don't know how to pronounce her name. But she says, we will not be lied to. From now on, <laughs> they will have to describe Subway sandwiches as cakes with ham in them. Cakes with okay. ham. Oh, God, ham cakes. An Irish Subway franch- uh, franchisee, Brookfinders Club... Uh, Book Finders Club prompted this legal interpretation after they sought a tax break for some of its menu items. The country allows staple foods, which include bread, to have uh, to have value added taxes set at zero percent. The franchise submitted a claim in 2006 asking for a refund 
uh, for some of the value-added taxes it paid in 2004 and 2005. And Subway has dismissed the argument that its bread isn't legit. (laughs) Subway bread is, of course, bread. I like to imagine that they're very angry when they say this. We have been baking fresh bread in our restaurants for more than three decades, and our guests return each day for sandwiches made on bread that smells as good as it tastes. A a Subway spokesperson (laughs) said in a statement. Wow. Very aggressive words from Subway. I still like the idea of, like, cake with ham in it. Like... (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> like if there's one thing that the Brits are well known for, it's the it's the baking. The Great British Bake Off is a show that I marathoned early on in this in this uh, pandemic, and I don't regret it for a moment, except for the fact that it makes you super hungry for cake mm. or cookies or biscuits yeah. or whatever they're making that week. But what I did find interesting, I saw something a while ago um, that said that two slices of Wonder Bread basically have the same amount of sugar as a lollipop. Damn. That doesn't surprise me, though. No, and we we absolutely do not have the same regulation on bread as they do over there because, uh, man, you know, it's <laughs> everything sugary. Like, even, even the organic stuff that you see, even yeah, the stuff that advertises. Sometimes like, it has more. Exactly. Like, yeah. um, what is that, that brand, Dave's Killer Bread? You yeah, know? some of those are really bad. Yeah. Same thing. They said that it's good bread, though. <laughs> it is good bread, but okay. So There's this one is... of them that's kind of in the middle of the sugar contents, like it's lower. Mm. It's not completely free of it, but it's lower in it, and it's it's pretty good. Man, so they're they're now gonna have to start advertising like sugar-free bread, probably. Yeah, now I want like a grainy, like a wonderful grain wheat bread. I like bread that has like a lot of oats and stuff in it because you feel yeah. better about making a peanut seeds, butter and jelly. Man. Yeah, you know, they're good. God damn. It feels hearty when you're eating it, too. Like, you get more bang for your butt. I have, like, the sawdust consistency. I want it to be, like, a soft, nice bread. But I want it to be, like, throw some fucking bird seed in that, man. Hell yeah. Feels like a meal. Put some flax on that bitch. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Salt bay that with flax. (laughs) Okay. Mm. Uh, Subway's continuing to pay taxes on its bread in Ireland. Tech uh, giant Apple was recently cut a major break in the same country in order uh, for Apple to pay back nearly 15 billion of government tax tax breaks was overturned in July. So I guess Ireland's got some weird tax stuff. Now I'm going to ask a very specific question to our listeners that have traveled uh, from Ireland to the to the states uh, and have had Subway in both locations. Do you notice any discernible difference in the taste of Subway in the United States versus Ireland? I can't imagine somebody's going to go to Ireland and eat Subway or come from Ireland to the United States to have Subway. That seems like a desperation move. McDonald's, sure, you're curious. They're a worldwide brand. They have different variations of their food in different uh, countries and different regions. KFC, same thing. The KFC that they have in Japan apparently is like manna from heaven. The chickens just hit differently over there. So you're going to huh. want to taste and see the difference there. Um, but yes, yeah, Subway, I've never heard anybody talk about, oh yeah, the Subway over here is a lot different than it is over in Japan. Like, nah, all right. Yeah. Uh, I, 
have known someone who uh, Subway is their favorite Interesting. food. Hmm. Favorite restaurant type thing. Favorite okay. food to get. And uh, I'm just going to say don't trust a person who who, <laughs> <laughs> who says that. Yeah. Because yeah. maybe their judgment's not great. Maybe. maybe. I don't know. But, yeah, I, I, I will say that during the college years, Subway was fine, you know, in a pinch. Back when it was the equitable choice. Back when the $5 footlong was super right. popular. They had a... Hey, the commercial, the ad campaign now says they bought it back and they name dropped somebody named Matthew. I think so, they do that like the McRib. Yeah. <laughs> Arby's tried to be slick with theirs, though. Arby's used to have a five for five deal. And it used to be five sandwiches for $5. Then it was five of our basic roast beef sandwiches for $5. Then it was five sandwiches for five ninety nine. And it's like, no, 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 no. You're stretching this way too far. We know yeah. what you're doing. Here. I don't like any of this. No. It's making me weirdly angry. Come on, Arby. Done. Come no, on. No. Ugh, I, I just don't understand why they exist anyway. Arby's? Yeah. It's the curly fries. That's it. It's the curly fries, maybe the horsey sauce, but that's it. You can get... you. Okay, someone needs to get fucking curly fries on their menu. Yes. And just wipe them out. Thanos that shit. Could Fucking snap them out. If McDonald's got curly fries, oh my I god. I want curly fries. I want them, but I don't want to go there ever. <laughs> yeah. If McDonald's got curly fries, uh, you know what? Uh, Travis Scott, you seem to have some sway in McDonald's. Ask them to put curly fries on the menu and yeah. watch people's heads explode. Oh, can you imagine the way that McDonald's perfects their fries? If they incorporated curly fries into oh, it. Man. Oh, man. They're, they have had to have tried that out in the market before. Because, you know, it, sometimes. It yeah. Yeah. Sometimes they'll try things in certain markets. They had to be priced out of it. They had to go, you know, this is too expensive. People won't buy it. Or maybe they were too good and they ran out too fast. And, you know, there was like much uh, fighting like Szechuan sauce. But mm. who knows? Probably not. I think people just want they want McDonald's fries. Yeah. It, it probably would have to be a different place that does it, like Wendy's or something. Yeah, Wendy's now. Yeah, I could see them doing something like that. Yeah, I could see them in incorporating that and it working. But yeah, moral of the story is check your sugar content on everything Seriously, you put in your body. Because yeah. Yeah. it may seem good. It may be a brand you trust, but that shit changes. They say it's healthy. It ain't healthy. It ain't healthy. Organic doesn't always mean healthy. Nope. Sometimes it doesn't mean anything. Dave's Killer Bread, the uh, the raisin the roof variety, with cinnamony goodness all blended in there and all the seeds you could ever want. They said that two slices of that has as much sugar as a peanut pack payday bar. Mm. That's a lot. That is a lot of sugar. I'm not the it's healthiest guy in the of... world, but if I'm going to eat something healthy, I want it to legit be healthy. Yeah. I agree with you there. I want to know. <laughs> I want that thing to be, like, legitimately healthy. Yep. Especially, yeah. Now, that makes sense, though, that it would have sugar in it because it's like a raisin bread. Like, it's meant to be a more sugary cinnamon bread. Yeah, yeah. It's the, it's the other ones that don't make any sense to me. But it's the branding that I'm getting at in this scenario. It's the fact that they market themselves as, Absolutely. oh, yes, wholesome, organic, 
farm raised and all that stuff. Yeah, and people, you know, Dave's Killer Bread is not going to sponsor us now, but I think no. it was worth it. <laughs> they do sponsor Marin, funny enough. I noticed recently he said it's talking yeah. about them on his show. I'm like, man, yeah. these guys just kind of came out of nowhere. So, yeah, you know, they're not going to sponsor us. Right. But. We don't care. We don't care. Wonder Bread, what up? What up, Wonder Bread? Bringing you the truth. Oh, uh, some other resmaculous weird news. Mm. Uh, apparently, Kraft Mac and Cheese has gotten thirsty in their time during this pandemic. Mm-hmm. And they have an ad campaign now called Send Nudes. Hashtag like Send Nudes. Doodles? Yes. N-O-O-D-S. Send Nudes, girl. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, that uh, is um very sexually confusing for me. It is. I'm because, gonna I'm gonna have to unpack that. You know, I don't really want mac and cheese sending me nudes, but that's fine. Not not crap I mac and cheese. And I and I'm concerned. <laughs> They're making some very weird fetishization well, what, what, happening okay. here. Now what would craft you know someone fucking tweet at craft because if they want send nudes, I'm gonna like what would that be? Well, you know what? I'm just gonna pour out a like a bunch of raw uh, noodles onto a countertop and just send them a picture of that. Like that's it, and the packet. It would be the deconstructed version, right? Yes. No, mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We've been doing this podcast too long. I'm starting to get crazy. It has been too long. All right. That's it for it us. It was folks. fun. This was, was a great episode. I had a lot of oh my fun. My gosh. Yeah. It's, it's always, always good. Fun to talk to you. Catching up with you, seeing what's going on in the world, yelling into the void together. This is what we do. Yeah. Yeah. Arguing about candy. <laughs> this is and our lives, bud. This is it's going weird. on all month long, just like a Sweet 16. Like I said, brackets. So whatever wins. Because, uh, you know, a lot of us don't really follow sports too tough. So whichever wins the round goes on to the next round to fight the next contender. You will enjoy it. Trust me. It's the Super Sweet 16. No, that's a show on MTV. It's the Sweet 16 <laughs> brackets for candy on Chicago Nerd Social Club. Um, I think today the matchup was, uh, what was it, Starburst versus Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Yeah. Oh, what would you man. vote for? I am not going to say. <laughs> I have a feeling that I don't like it. No, I, know, I know what you voted for. It's funny, though. Every time we vote, you and me, our, our little pictures on Facebook are in the exact mm. opposite groups every time. Mm. This is Civil War, not the real one, not the one that's happening right now. I'm talking about Marvel Comics Civil War. So that's 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 the joke. Uh, uh, no, I, I really, right. honestly, I'll be, I'll be fair with this one. I voted for Starburst just because I wanted to give them some love, so it wasn't a complete massacre. Because I mean, Reese's cups—that's a tough thing to go up against. Yeah, Reese's cups. I don't know what could have gone against Reese's. I, you know what? If we were, if we were matching it up fairly, and it wasn't like a random thing, I would say Reese's and Twix probably could have paired off because they both come in packs of two here in America. Mm. You know, in Canada, they get three Reese's cups. I think I oh. mentioned that before. Speaking of like holiday candies, I really hope this is like sep but like we're talking about candy. Uh-huh. Uh I don't know if you tried them last year, but uh Kit Kat made cinnamon Kit Kats. No. Mini. Huh. They were so good. Like it was Christmas time. Okay. And I got like a big bag of them and they were just little little fun size versions of Kit Kat. And they were cinnamon flavored. Holy shit. 
They were so good. Wow. All right, I'm going to have to keep an eye out for those. Yeah, hopefully they'll come back this year. I found them at Target last year. Yeah, Target tends to be the place for that type of thing. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. All right, folks. Well, it's been fun. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, as yep. always, make sure to follow us on all the social media platforms under Lex and Matt. Uh, you can find all kind of fun tidbits like Lex's 31 Days a Halloween movie marathon list that she's been updating every single day and checking in. Okay. Uh, you can also check out our Patreon. Actually, something that completely slipped my mind this episode. I put up a new poll, and it's one that you hate, which is... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to narrate a children's book. Why? Because I need the practice. And Why is that something I would hate? Because you don't want to hear me doing ASMR, and this is going to be oh. ASMR-esque. Yeah, I don't want to listen to it, but I'm going to support you. <laughs> that's because There's a huge difference. That's true. You're a good friend. Thank you for, for your support. So, yeah, yeah. folks, if you want to hear me. I don't want to hear your bullshit, but I support your <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> So if you want to hear me narrate a children's book, you have your choice of four over on the Patreon. And the best news of all is if you comment on the post on Patreon, you enter yourself to win a copy of the book that I read so you can read along. So That's cute. Yeah. Is that yeah. open to the public? Or uh, just this is for this is for uh, patrons only. So as a thank you okay. to you guys for yes. supporting us. So thank you. Yeah. And guys, you can join Patreon for a dollar. And you get access to our Facebook group, and you are helping us out by supporting the show. So, like, you don't have to go and get one of the top, you know, tiers or anything like that. You can just give a dollar. That's right. Give us a dollar. Tell us you like what we do. Yeah. Um, It's open to everybody. Everybody. So come on through. Everybody. Yeah. (laughs) They getting tipsy. A little bit. Everybody in the club. Getting tipsy. A A little bit. Nobody's in the club now. Nobody's in the club. Why am I crying in the club? (laughs) All right, we're done. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. I'm Matt Peters. And I'm Lex Lutz. Be excellent to each other.